And who am I? I am Rebecca, your bonus parent Baba on all the da 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 does. Oh man, out of practice. Hello, gentle folk of the internet. Welcome back to the Kindness Economy podcast, where we talk about doing business from the heart outward. And this week, we're not quite back yet, but I did promise you something for the 12th. So I have my summer reading list. And that's what we're going to bring you today. I am one of your hosts, Rebecca. Courtney couldn't make it. Let's get into it. I have been enjoying my vacation. We totally went camping. It was awesome. And I spend a lot of time uh, reading and specifically like I do audiobooks because I, I, I am not able to like sit and read a book, but I've figured out my system for Libby and Audible and I can get a lot of the books that I want from the library through Libby, the Libby app. And I've just really gone all in just trying to understand stuff. I, I, I will take time off from producing things and will just become a massive vacuum for information where it's just like almost like a giant cycle of intake and outtake and output, intake and output, intake and output. And right now I'm doing a massive amount of intake and information. And I actually really love this Libby app. I The problem that I've always had is spending dollars on books and I love the library and I hope you love your library. So looking at what I've read in the last, um, just a couple months and what I have on my queue to read in the future, I have a long list of stuff that I've really, really enjoyed getting into. Um, I'll start off with timefulness it is a book about sort of geological time in the way that we don't really like to think about things on a long scale i love to think about things on a long scale and so thinking about the history and lifespan of the earth in geologic time and what has happened to the earth over you know thousands and thousands and millions of years is super interesting to me random science stuff um the hate you give that just got released on hbo it was a movie last year i guess um young adult fiction sad but important educated oh charity recommended this one she she like grew up similar to the way that this woman grew up. It's a memoir, uh, Tara Westover. It's an incredibly beautifully written book. And the story is also really intense. Her family goes through a lot of really intense stuff. So there, oh, this is going to be quick. That's awesome. Crazy Rich Asians. I returned early. It just seems like the prince and the proper with like Asians, which is cool. Like that's like 
the the recasting of old favorites with new demographics i'm super here for that super here for that super here for black little mermaid you know it's ah i'm into that and i totally support that but it's sort of a i I was expecting that it might be a different story but it was not mostly because i didn't look it up love money and parenting i'm going to spend a second on this i loved this book so much it really First of all, it talks about economics as it's just you fundamentally believe that everybody's doing their best, that everybody's doing what they think is good. And I believe that that's true. Fundamentally, I believe everybody is really doing what they think is true and that we just believe different things are good. And love, money and parenting breaks down the different motivations and the different social structures that influence parents in different countries around the world and throughout different periods in time. So for example, that helicopter parenting is such a big thing in Western cultures where raising children requires a lot of oversight is predominantly the case in societies that have really, um, it's it speaks more to financial inequity and that your the stakes for your kid are so high that any mistake can really mess up their life and so of course you helicopter parent and the the really big thing of like particularly in um black and latinx communities, corporal punishment among among parents is still very high. And it's largely due to, you know, they're dealing with really violent police that can kill their children and helping children understand with violence at home where it's not going to kill them. It's a, it's a, it's a buffer against the world outside. It's a response to the world outside. And it makes more sense. And just the fact that corporal punishment across the board has gone down in just about every society around the world. And like, no, no one was really awesome about whether or not they beat the shit out of their kids. Like, <laughs> and, and the laws that allowed it to be a thing only just started to be changed and people in rural areas all around the world are still doing this it's just this thing that we'd all sort of did up until a point and now all of a sudden we're all sort of not it helps me not judge parents and that's a thing i don't want to be doing but sometimes you do because you're just responding to the environment that you're in and it doesn't make sense what people do but it helps me it helps me provide myself a framework for like, oh yeah, there's things that don't make sense to me, but make sense to other people. And the, like the, the way that people who are, um, saying, oh, well, we shouldn't be helicopter parenting. You should be free range parenting and stuff like that. Well, the inspiration for those, um, styles come from parts of the world where, there isn't a lot of inequity in the outcomes for children. And so it's like, okay, it it doesn't really matter that, you know, 
parents don't actually know where their kids are most of the time. Because in, in the cases where the helicopter parenting is predominant, the predominant behavior, oftentimes there's some sort of academic benchmark where if you don't hit here or here, you're just sort of tracked to this, what's seen as less successful in life. And because of the way that we're trained to sort of see our children as our products, parents behave in the ways that the environment encourages them to behave and they respond to the environment and just do the best for themselves and their kids. And there's just nothing wrong with that. So it's, it was super helpful. And I really appreciated that perspective. Trailblazer was amazing. It's Dorothy Butler Gilliam, Gilliam, Dorothy Butler Gilliam. And she was the first black woman to, um, work at the New York times and just going through her career and the various things that she did covering civil rights and the progression of black folks and women through history and through the press getting their voice heard in that way that is just like you can write books and tell stories, but the press is sort of the official history teller in a lot of ways. So yeah, that was super, super, super interesting. I checked out Spearhead and gave it back because I sometimes like war memoirs and sometimes they're just like extra minutia. I'll do more war memoirs for very big things, but like this was not a very big thing. Influencer I liked. <clears throat> Influencer is Brittany Hennessy. She's, it's actually, it's a really good book. And I, after I liked it so much, I bought a whole bunch more books about social media marketing only to find out that most of them are terrible, but this one is really good and it's a very basic book and you can get it in audio form from the library, which is dope. Most of them are not available for free. So that's awesome. Alienated America was interesting. I always encourage checking out and listening to other people's utopias. And this is effectively like a very religious person's and not like, I would say he's more like secular but also believes that the solution to uh, the divisiveness in America is more religious communities. And I feel like I appreciate that he is putting out his vision and that's awesome. And I'm really glad that I read it because I feel like there's a lot of people who also agree with him. Obviously that's why there's a book about this and it's really popular. I'm sure my, my biological father would totally resonate with a lot of this and my in-laws would resonate with a lot of this. And I think what it loses sight of is how many people are atheists and how important that community is. And also like just how often religiousness can be co-opted by xenophobes. And obviously that's not always the case, but it's unfortunately a frequent occurrence in history. Um, so folks are just sort of dubious. 
Um, Utopia for Realists. I totally talked about that on the podcast because I loved it. Unfuck Your Brain is really, really fun. It is, uh, I'm going to have problems putting this in the show notes. So you're just going to have to look it up because iTunes won't let me do it. But um, it gets... It gets into the actual chemistry and function of your brain and what happens when you regress and what part of your brain is operating. And it's sort of like a self-help thing for people who need the data and need the science. And I'm, I like that kind of thing. David and Goliath, Malcolm Gladwell, that was, I, I like him. I like reading him. It makes me feel nice. It makes me feel happy and like it's easy to sleep at night. But I do feel like he's a little, he's got a little oversimplified on it, which I don't mind exactly. I oversimplify things all the time. Anyway, yeah, it it's most, I feel like it's just optimistic and oversimple, but it, it was nice to read. Okay. Between the World and Me, was amazing it was one of the most beautiful books i'm like kind of holding on to it in hopes that i will have the time to go through it again it was such a beautiful beautiful book yeah tanahisi coats was that was amazing i loved that book so much so norse mythology i love neil gaiman he could read to me all day long, all the time. I love him so much. Um, and it's also really nice to get a quick breakdown of all the Norse mythology and the stuff that is the back, the backdrop of a lot of his stories. So that was super fun. Notorious RBG. I mean, I'm obviously a coastal liberal who's going to be super into Ruth Bader Ginsburg just and you know just stuff because I'm so young even you know I'm in the middle of all the things being 40 years old I don't know as much I did not know as much about her history and the things that she's done and um the timing the remarkable timing of her existence is it's really nice to sort of go through that the Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. I'm almost done with that. It's kind of, the, so far, just thinking about what it's like to go through the history of patient rights and like how patients were treated, how the rights of people being experimented on has evolved over time and understanding more about that history and like that we, don't we we have a very sketchy history of treating all people like people and that is definitely evident in medical experimentation on human subjects that were not given consent until remarkably recent in history okay stuff coming up um a higher loyalty i sort of went through and just picked up a bunch of stuff that was available now a higher loyalty James Comey, the Magnolia story. I love watching. I love watching that show. Uh, Chip and Chip Gaines. They're so cute. Um, Chip's hilarious. 
I'm in the middle of One Million Followers by uh, Brendan Kane. As many of these will get in the show notes as possible. I've got On Deck, Alexander Hamilton by Ron Chernow, Michelle Obama, Becoming, The First Conspiracy, Dave Meltzer, um, Enlightenment Now, Steven Pinker, I think I've read that already. The Case Against Sugar. And I'm going to reread Love, Money, and Parenting. That was a really good book. The Gene Siddhartha... I don't know. I'm going to lose that. That seemed interesting. Be Angry just got added to my thing. My hold list, so things that I'm just waiting for to show up. Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Ken... Men. I'm so bad with these names. Atomic Habits. The Alchemist, just because it seems fun. Girl, Stop Apologizing and Girl, Wash Your Face. Both by Rachel Hollis. I don't know as much as I would like to about her. I Love You But I Hate Your Politics. Good Omens. More, more Neil Gaiman. Weird random books, a hundred side hustles, the subtle art of not giving a fuck, a Nazi's boys, another Neil Gaiman, and I'm I didn't finish White Fragility, so I'm still working through that. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. An economist walks into a brothel. I actually paid for that. And it's, I, it's two things that I love dearly, sex workers and economics, economics. So it's really about risk and, and the way that, um, reducing risk increases risky behavior and the, the way that humans respond in that same, like humans are doing their best, but responding to their environment sort of game that I really enjoy observing. Um, I've got a couple more social media marketing books and I actually bought utopia for realists cause I really, really enjoyed it and wanted to read it again. So those are the books that I'm reading right now. Um, if you found that interesting, thank you very much for listening please comment and let us know what your books are that you are reading. And I've been doing the social media as a job thing for a couple years now. So I feel like this is actually when the summer break happens. This is like June is when the summer break happens and December, January is when the winter break happens. So we will be back next week with a normal episode for everybody. I miss you so much. I miss you so much. This has been very hard. I don't, I just, I mean, obviously all I do is read, but I miss you and I can't wait to get back to normal. Oh, right. If you need to, you need to know how to get a hold of us. So, uh, the email is kindnessecon at gmail.com. And for your, For your getting a hold of me in the social media, I am Bonus Parent Baba on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok, and I am active on all those platforms. So come hang out, 
I would love to hear from you. And until then, I hope to see you in the future.